Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Up to 90. I'm Jimmy J. And I'm Emma Doran. And we're two L ones who talk about shite. Is this our new intro, Ems? Yeah, I think so. That's good. I like How it. How are you? I'm good. We, this is a video. This is well, a video. It's... And do you know what? I promised myself I'd get a blow dry for the video podcast. What? And I'm wearing, you know, the wear around the house jumper because we don't oh, have yeah. central heating. Yeah. So this is the jumper that just keeps, it just fulfills its purpose and keeps me warm. It's a nice um, jumper. So I'm wearing it out and about, which is sacrilegious. Oh, and I promised Martha I'd dispense with the grey because we both agreed I'm, it was I'm a woman of colour. Yeah, but you know what? It's funny because she suggested but I wear a couple of colours. And but I, your complexion looks great in that top. Do you think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's a shame because I have dispensed with all my grey clothing now. I'm so, I'm but such a weak see, this personality. Is hard, this is the hard thing. With grey, there can be cool greys or warm greys. It depends on the grey. Can there be a warm grey? Is that yeah. not a bit of an oxymoron? And, no, and with all colours, like even with orange, there can be a cool orange and a warm orange. I just love... Um, with Irish people. So shove that up your hole, Martha. We love you, Martha. Um, <laughs> I just love with Irish people, you know, we, we're so adamant. Like, oh, you know, we say definite. things like, I can't wear red. Like, it's we're so entrenched. It's so binary. I'm, I'm pulling you out of the trench, I'm telling you. It's like, I can't wear that colour. Like, it's just trying to go against... It depends on whether you have my warm... internal grain tones in your skin. Well, I'm pretty sallow, let's face yeah, it. You know. Pretty sallow. Actually, speaking beach, of um, beach skin colour, Fred, speaking of skin colour, Fred, cancel culture, uh, Fred did ask me a few days ago what race he was. Racy. And I was like, what, what do you mean what race you are, pet? And he was like, what race am I? So I informed oh, him that he's Caucasian. Because he, he was filling out a form. He, I thought you said racy. Oh, no, no. That, what race he was. Oh, race he was. So I was like, because he was filling out a form for to do a gig in England. You know, that we obviously they want diversity. So you have to like take mm. which ethnicity he was. Um, so I was like, you're Caucasian. And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, Fred, you're literally the most Caucasian person I've ever met in my life. Like, you're practically translucent, pet. Are you Fred's carer? Up to 90, up to 90, up to 90, with Emma and Julie. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know how he survived this long without me. But I kind you know I love it. I know. I love when he... I mean, nothing warms my cockles like being asked to help someone fill out a form. Like, yeah, that's, that's what gets right. me going. Yeah, yeah. Pass me the nurse's hat, we're good to go. But imagine, bless him, he didn't... Because I can remember years ago, do you remember when Boots first came to Ireland back yeah. in the day? Excitement. And I was, I decided, I was like, yeah, no, I need a lot of fake tan in my life. So the best way to get the fake tan is to start working in Boots. So I filled out a form. Yeah. And it was the first time I really thought, because I, I, I suppose we're kind of like... We're in the privileged position that I've I'd never had to think about like my race before, and there was a an ethnicity uh, mm. kind of section, and you had to tick what race you were, and one of the races was Irish, mm. and that was the first time I'll never forget. It was the first time I really thought about what race I was because I just had never had to think about it before. Did you get the job in boots? I did not get the job in boots. Did no, you know? no, I, I did not. I did a form for Tesco and never got it. Now that was like nineteen years ago. To be fair. Oh, yeah. Well, th- so, I mean, I'm, there's still time for them to get back to me. Like, I'm sure they're processing a lot yeah, of applications. I'm, I'm it was the millennium. Same. I applied to Tesco about 19 years ago. And I can Tesco remember. And go, Fuck yourselves. When I was in um, uh, hashtag SponCon, <laughs> uh, I can remember uh, in Australia, you'd apply for jobs. Um, in Bondi Beach, we were always applying for jobs in these cafes. And you'd go in and they'd be like, where are you from? And you'd be like, Ireland. And they'd be like, oh no, the position is filled. And then you come no. back the next day and they'd have staff wanted still in the window. But I think it was because, to be fair, like then I got a cafe job and I did exactly what they predicted, which was I went on the lash and just never came in the next day. Oh. So that's why we weren't getting the jobs. I know. It was you. And then I got the pizza. Do you remember I got the pizza cutting job? I went in and I just saw like, I just saw a sign in the window. (coughs) And I went into this pizza place in Australia. It was in Bondi Beach. Mm -hmm. And I went in and they were like, do you drive? And I was like, no, obviously not. And then I left and the next day, or then I left and I looked at the sign in the window and actually said driver is wanted. So that's why they were like, do you drive? And I was like, "Uh, no, hello, no. And then they um, rang me, but they they day. were time drinking drive. a lot. Um, so then they were like, "Look, we invented a job for you. We're really impressed with your interview." I was like, "Interview?" Like I literally went in. I was like, "Hi, my name is Julie." Like you can imagine the fake tan situation. Like I'll never forget. I sat in a white seat, and I stood up, and there was just orange stuff all over the chair. Mm. And they were like, "I mean, these are Australian people. Like we know what we're dealing with, skin tone wise. Like they were beautiful." And then they said the next day, like, we were so impressed with your interview. Um, we said that we'd just basically create a job for you. So they had me cutting the pizzas. But then I was like hanging out with all these guys at the time and they kept ordering pizzas. But the funny thing was, every time I asked them what the pizza was like, they'd always say it tasted great, but I don't know who the fuck is slicing these pizzas, but they're not sliced properly. And I kept getting complaints because I kept ending up with five slices. And people are like, why are there five or seven slices of my pizza? Like how? So I was like slicing oh individual slices instead of going all the way across. It was pretty bad. And then they kept, they, then they moved me to phones and like people would, we were on the longest street in Australia and people would ring and say, okay, so do you want my address? And I'd say mad things like, no, we'll find you. Like they were like, we have to take you off the phones as well, I'm afraid. Look, I know this controversial, but I really don't think you and Fred procreate. No, like I'm stop. Sorry, well, look, we're What's in the midst wrong? of giving in a lash now. 
So far, no success, but you'll be the first to know. Don't worry. Five slices? Like- you're usually there holding her hand. It's our new sexual position called The Handmaid's Tale, which involves me holding Emma's hand. It's great. It's a great watch. Oh, go for it. Uh, thank you so much. What's your favourite moment um, in the procreation? Is it when I is it when I quote from the Bible? No, I think it's when you when you whip on top and you're like, let's just get this finished. <laughs> let's just get this done. Ah, uh, sure, look. Well, look, there'll be no more. Listen to yourself. If the, if the NDLS has anything to do with, there'll be no more Judy going on top. I tell you that much. That's the next thing they're going to take away from me. How was your Christmas party? It was good. Um, That was on Wednesday night. And I just, I hadn't drank in months. Oh, yeah, because you hadn't been drinking for ages. Yeah. And I just, just, I went up to the bar and it was Prosecco. And I assumed we had drinks tokens and I assumed that it was just beer and wine and the drinks tokens. And I went up and I was like, you know, I think I'm going to get... Um, and I said, they didn't have Prosecco. They had a, a gin tree. Oh, nice. Which is very nice. And I was like, maybe I'll stick to the gin because I'm fine on gin. And then a colleague of mine said to me, what are you, a sap? We're getting fucked. Get the wine into you. And I just went, yeah, fuck it. Fucking Jim Jim <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> It was. It wasn't because he's up the No, because he would have said cunt if it was Jim <laughs> yeah, Jim. he would have and probably fucking headbutted me lightly or something. No, it wasn't Jim Jim, it was someone else. So I just went, fuck it. And I went for it. And I was in work the next day. I cycled to work. I don't know what I was thinking. I think I was still hammered. I got Eddie Rockets at lunch. I thought that would save me. It finished me. What did you get in Eddie Rockets? Empty your pockets. Bacon cheese fries. And I you thought, love a loaded fry. I love a loaded fry. You do, yeah. Get it into you, Cynthia. Love it, right? That was fine. Can't go wrong with them, in my opinion. Sometimes the fries can be a bit shit, but whatever, right? I said to myself, I'm not going to be able to manage a burger because I'd been eating shit and work. I'd been eating donuts and all sorts. I was like, I won't be able for that. I'll make the sensible decision and get tenders. The tenders were like polystyrene. Oh no. Polystyrene. I was like, it, it took me about 10 minutes to chew half a tender. And I'm so fussy, I'm so fussy you about meat. You know what I'm talking, like Yeah, chew. just not nice. Chew, 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 no. Not happy about that. So that just tipped That's me over the really edge. That's really not good. That tipped me over the edge. And then I suddenly remembered, I'm like, oh, I have to cycle home. Oh God. <laughs> Are you achieved the wet gear? I do have the wet gear, yeah. Well, for the bottom. Where did you get the wet gear? I don't know. I just kind of little, little needle. No, I just kind of happened upon it. Like, okay, are what? you hanging out in outdoor pursuit stores? No, you I'm are, not. aren't you? This is you now. No, no. I just like I'd be like, oh, all those I'm... years lying how you were into hiking, and now <laughs> look at you. I'd be saying uh, to my mum, "Oh, I'm thinking about cycling," and she just like appear with. Wet the gear wet from gear. the house or whatever. Ah, bless her. She's that kind of, you know, and she has all the And you've got the, the high and all the rest. Ah, yeah, you need the high Yeah, yeah, always, yeah. That, Should the kids get them in school? Yeah, you'll always have a high floating around. Hmm. Um, so what's happening this week? Flak attack. What did you make of him? 
Well, I think you put okay. up a very funny tweet. She tell- definitely drinks the white wine. But and as I said, the small battles, because it's like a case of the sulfates made me do it. But she, tell me this, tell me this. And I don't want, I want an honest answer. Tell me your feelings on her before this anyway. Were you a massive fan? Um, I would say the thing with Caroline was I actually always really liked Caroline despite the fact there was a niggle regarding the whole Harry Styles thing because that Mm. never sat right with me. But aside from that, I did really like her as a presenter. I think I did kind of generally sympathise with her disastrous love life. But even in the wake of this, I was like, how did I forgive the fact that as a 32-year-old she went out with a 17-year-old? Insane. Like, I mean, that would have been like, but we've all overlooked it. We've all moved on with our lives. I know. But I mean, it would have been like if I said to you, Emma, hey, I'm seeing a fifth year. Like, it just is that weird. I mean, I think. And because we've no. talked about the whole thing, because I think, did we talk about it in an episode, the whole thing of like the, you know, there was a spate of Daily Mail American teachers there for a while oh, that were yeah. female teachers that were going incessant. off with their. It was incessant. Yeah. I don't know what was going on, but they were going off with male students. And I think we both agreed that it's as damaging for young men as it is for I young women. So it's just not okay. In the Daily Mail, who thought was their job. To just go and oh, get yeah. these stories. Yeah, it, ha- it, it would just, have to be. It was just a lot in a short we space played, of time. Like we read the stories, obviously, and I sent a few of them to you. Ha, of ha, course, ha. a few but links. <laughs> <laughs> this could be you. Ha, ha, ha. We all lulled. But at the same time, what we were saying really there was this is sick. Yeah, and it was. I mean, she purely, that whole Harry Styles thing, but, that but, was like but two all... months. She purely did that for the publicity. Like purely. Well, if you have a connection with a seventeen-year-old, it's it's not a fucking sexual connection. Yeah, and I mean the you fact know, that she was thirty. You can click with them, but it's not like no, you can't click even no, with I a seventeen-year-old. No, but I mean in terms of the way personality. You can click, yeah, you can click with a person. Like you can click okay, with an eight-year-old grocer. Like a grocer. human being. Yeah, yeah, you can just you know get on. I feel like you've said this to Shane before. <laughs> it's like Shane. Yes, I clicked with him. Yes, he's clicked, 84. Yes. But that's just energy, Shane. I can't help that. Now, he's living it's in the energy. attic and move on. We can all do our own thing. He was cold. I had to keep him company in the bed. No. Um, but you know what I'm saying. But now I question him. What were any of us thinking like overlooking that. I really don't know. I, I mean, if that isn't a red flag. And it wasn't illegal. You know. But I mean, obviously it goes out saying, I don't think as well, you Do know. Do you all the flirting on the extra factor? With Ollie Murs? No, with... Oh, with Harry. When they came on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I there is something I like about her, probably because, as I, I say, know. you yeah. know, she's generally kind of depicted as disastrous when it comes to the men and all the rest. But now I'm just questioning why any of us have looked past it, because I it know. actually is quite, I wouldn't say unforgivable, but I think close to it. I know. And even on the extra factor thing, when they had One Direction on, I'm pa- like I'm paraphrasing. I can't remember the exact quote, but Caroline, like this is in the middle of an interview. She said, "I'd love if you'd shove your dick in my mouth." No, she didn't. She said that to Harry. In what come way? <laughs> Stop! Well, she said it with her eyes, Julie. She said it with her. Eyes. I think there was a lot of you know. I think I started to turn off Caroline a little bit when herself and James Arthur were doing the mad flirting. Oh. 
And you know, when James, you know that picture of the little ferret <laughs> in the leather jacket and everyone was like, James Arthur, and it's uncanny. <laughs> and I'll never forget when Carol was like, what do you think's the best thing that's come out of this process? And he's like, meeting you, babe. Oh. And she didn't shoot it down. It was a bit of a giggle. No. And I know we should be blaming James in that instance, but she didn't cringe enough. Yeah, like it was the first time she heard it. No, Babe, it was so over familiar. I always liked Caroline because I liked the way, um, not the, you know, pitiful tendencies, but I liked the way she switched up her fashion and her hair. <laughs> She's still around. Well, but I, I think, but I, past tense, yeah. She was, she was a good <laughs> presenter. Um, she changed her hair often. She, I like well, that, I, I think I think her style is fantastic, and I think yeah. her. I I have to say, uh, for me, her figure. I'm just like, oh my god, amazing bod! Like she's got amazing oh, yeah, legs. She takes it real seriously. Her now, pins like are her, amazing, and her I think her sense of style is actually on point. I I she big fan the of the style. She yeah, the glow massive up. glow up. Um, but I mean, obviously, it's just not okay to get physical with someone, and I do believe. I don't think the police would have charged her if there was nothing to go on here. I mean, there, you know, I th- I think that obviously the, the, the partner has since come out and said, oh, well, look, this was just something that wasn't supposed to end up in the public domain, blah, blah, blah. I just think generally if you have an argument with the other half, it shouldn't end in anyone bleeding. Yeah, but obviously he didn't ring the police. Don't get me wrong, I've never had an argument. My favourite quote, my my favourite quote is when he was exiting saying to the police, Brov, I was normal to, I'm a hermit. Yeah. I was like, definitely a man has said that about me before. I was normal until I met her. That's real, it's all look, kicking Dawn off. Dawn Porter came out and she was like, look, no, oh, we don't. She well, say? she said, which I actually think fair play to Dawn, not necessarily because I agree with her on it, but I think it takes a lot of balls to kind of go against the grain and stick up for your mate. And she was like, I love my friend Caroline very much. I think none of us should pass judgment until we're all in possession of the facts. We don't know what went on, blah, blah, blah. Like, there's can- no fun in that, cancel, cancel culture doesn't really work for anyone. But I think ultimately, I think ultimately, like, of course, you know, we're not in possession of the facts. But you do think if it was a man and he'd been charged with assault on his girlfriend, I think. Because you, when we were talking about it. Well, I mean, obviously she has to be suspended from Love Island. Like, that's a given. Yeah. You kind of thought, like, she's getting the old cancel now, didn't you? Or not cancel, but like kind of. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I think the low violent thing just can't happen. It's not happening. It's not happening this December anyway. It's it's or but whenever. It's, not December. When's the winter one? Yeah, the, it's happening the eighth of January in a oh, couple is, of weeks. Yes. Yeah, no, that's not happening. But do you think she'll be back for the summer? Um, it depends what way she plays it. So, <coughs> if she. When is she up in court? It's around that time, isn't 23rd it? 23rd of December, just oh, in yeah, time grand. for Christmas. Nice. Okay, so she'll go to court. Like, obviously she's just going to get, I don't know, suspended sentence or something. Yeah. Or a warning or, you know, fucking 20 minutes of community service or something like that. She then, it's all about damage control then. So then she needs to like go in, she needs to get toddle off to rehab. Then. Oh, well, the rehab's a given. Yeah. Because 
Like that's obviously alcohol or whatever fueled. So that's how you get. Well, my out of that mother one. did say she thinks she was drunk, and I was like, I hope so, ma'am. Like, imagine if you were totally sober. She got up for her mo- morning yoga at five and fucking flipped the lid at him. He f- well, it is <laughs> annoying when they finish the granola. <laughs> Don't rinse out the bowl. Yeah, no, I'd say she was well on it, and I'd say she was at the point where some of the chips. Some of the chips were going in the hair, but she wasn't aware. She Did needed someone to say, watch your hair. You know, yeah, yeah. Mind your hair. Mind and you heard hair. what it was about. Chips? The the um, the whole argument stemmed from the fact that she had found messages from him to 60-year-old. You know the way he's a professional tennis player? A 60. 66 year old uh-huh. um, she found messages to this woman on his phone and flipped so the whole subtext was that she misread like basically the messages in the sense that she was kind of you know reading too much into them and that's what precipitated the argument and then she threw the phone on him that apparently was the assault <sighs> But I think the whole thing is quite... Impossible. Impossible. Um, I do think, yeah, I I mean, I don't know. I just feel there's something quite ignoble in it all. Like, even if the fight had happened at half past ten at night, but half past five in the morning. Well, even more so now, it looks like she was absolutely gotten for a fight well I just think for me I don't know was there any regardless of how it pans is out is she in fight club given that What's she's a presenter on? On, a, on a love show on a couples show I think it's gone yeah I know people are saying about and coming back in the drink driving and all the rest but I just feel when you're presenting a show which is all about couples mm. And everyone knows that you had a fight with your fella, which ended in one of you bleeding. I know. Well, there's blood at her front door. One of you's been charged with assault. Mm. Like the other one is posting pictures of you to Instagram with a love heart saying, I love you. They're this probably- shouldn't have ended up in the public domain. Like, I don't think any of that fits with the brief. No. Because she can't really be giving it's it. Not, it's not just right, terrible. You're right, my love. When someone's oh, kind of but like you know, left on their own again, she can't be giving she it can't. all that. You're all right. And she's flipping out about. There's other guys. You like you'd say? Were you saying there were other guys at twenty five past five in the morning? No, you weren't. You were flinging the phone at him because he was texting and breaking a, a breaking woman. a glass he was on your hand. His text was anti. Six o. It's about the Chris Kindle. Texas auntie about Chris Kindle. That's what I mean. What like he was? Well, he was her tennis was trainer, which is the, the most English thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, what would you say? Nice swerve today. <laughs> Maybe a couple of love puns. And she flipped. And she She lost the head. So he's he's like twenty six, twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Yeah. And she thinks that he's trying to get in. Stuck into a sixty year old. Well, if it's good enough for the French president, if it's good enough for you. But well, no, I, she could be a fine thing. I'm being very judgmental. Do you think? Do you think? Um, do you think she'll? So you think she might be back for the summer? Then I just don't think it's tenable anymore. I don't know. You see, because she really was the, carrying the whole show. Do if you make more? If there was somebody else 
on the show, I say, so somebody was doing the bits to camera and then somebody was doing the actually going in or whatever. Yeah. You could kind of, it'd be easier to bring her back in, you know, if she was part of a, of a double act. But I think the credibility now. is gone now. The, I mean, there are people now who would kill for that job. Yeah, I mean, she has fucked up majorly, hasn't she? I do feel bad for her in the sense that imagine how oh, no, much she must on. hate herself. This is what I forgot to say. So there was a picture. Maura? Yes. Mm, what yeah. are you thinking? Well, what I think is, I mean, I would think, like, obviously, if she's not doing it, I'd be like, cop the fuck on because she's obviously letting us believe that she is. Yes. I sent it to Fred and Fred was like, well, if she's supposed to do Dancing on Ice, how would she be doing this? Yeah. But I mean, I would think she's doing it based on, well, certainly the one about do one winter. When does Dancing on Ice start? The It starts in January. So it would be a clash. She would have to bow out at Dancing on Ice then. So I don't know, if she, can she do that? And then you'd have to be in, where's the other thing, South Africa or something? Yeah. And Fred knows that she's Caucasian. He knows that, that does he? I think so. Just about, we don't get lost we don't get well, lost in those colour. big issues. He, he doesn't. doesn't. That's doesn't my vibe. Um, but he was saying that. He was like, she has to surely honour her contract. But I mean, I was like, if I was in her position, I'd totally do the Love Island gig. What would yeah. you do? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have this issue. Sorry, just spotted you there. Um, yeah, I'd totally do the Love Island gig. Do you think she's Slander, doing it? Um, or is she just playing games with us? Yeah, but I suppose you'd be like... She is leading people to believe, but then... I mean, I think she if she's the not... the thing of dancing on ice. I think if she's not, I'm just like, cop the fuck on, Maura, because there is no need for these cryptic, I'll let them think I'm doing Love Island, you know? Yeah. But mm. then if we all fell for it, I guess that's the name of the game. Boo.com. That's what she um, wanted. That's what she fucking wanted. I know. Madonna... What is that man wagging up to? Did you see her young fella now? She's 25. She's 61. Fair play to her. Tennis coach. I think so. Tennis coach. Yeah, actually, it's it's, it's not. Is on, that what yeah. happened, Caroline? She that found out about Oh my Madge. God, you'd be so peeved if your fella was texting Madonna, wouldn't you? You see, there you go. Like you say 60, but like Madonna's 60. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What is she doing? Why with all the young fellas, that one? You see, it's funny because I guess maybe as they get older, there might be some attraction. But like I always quote um, the last time I was in Pygmalion mm-hmm. and the young guy, like he was like maybe five years younger than me and I was shifting the face off him. Mm-hmm. I told you this. And he turned to me and said, I hope when I'm your age, I'm still raving. And that's when I was like, I can never go to Pygmalion again. That were, was the last weekend I went. And you were wearing the face off one? Yeah, it was just, that was my and moment. And I was like, Julie, you. what are you doing with your life? Yeah, I just, maybe as you get older, there might be some attraction there. But I mean, I presume she, you probably never went for the younger guys, did you? Um, Is Shane older? He's like, I don't know, like a year and a half older. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think now. No, the odd time, but not really. It wouldn't yeah. be like, you might see like little cute, like, you know, they're like a bit younger than you, four years, maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that. I think as you get older, it means less and less. You know, like yeah. there's not I'd much difference between choice, a four-year-old would, and a 35-year-old. Yeah, if I, I, I would definitely favour probably older anyway. 
Yeah, I mean, she. Like yeah. the stage of the game. I know. I want a nice 50 something year old. Who would be an older man what that, you'd, that you'd, you'd fancy? Ooh. I'm going to have a think you now. An older Billy Bob man. Thornton? Well, we talked about him, yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a bit of bit of all right. I'd go there. Oh, and I said the other lad as well. Um, what, what do you mean, Irish people? I'm just trying to think of older men in general. Who's a bit of a silver fox? Fuck, I don't know. Well, Paris Brosnan, obviously. He's a good one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he is. Um, Irish people. Fuck, I don't know. I don't know as people do we age <coughs> well. The Irish, do we? <coughs> no. It's just a lot of varicose veins and <laughs> a lot of kidney bit, trouble. And gets a bit plattery. Yeah, it does really. It gets a bit jowly. It's just a lot of jowls. A yeah. lot of old man jowls. Um, I think the thing I find really hard being with an older, older guy would be, you know, the kind of back flaps they get. You know, they kind of get back jowls. I actually kind of have them at the moment myself. But you know those old man back jowls? Oh, I think that's what I'd struggle what with. What age is Fred? Oh, do you know he's actually, I think he's pushing 70, and but he's not Silver Fox, but he's well doable. Bruce Springsteen is still hot. Mm, yeah, it doesn't really do for me now. Although I did object. You know, we went to the film over the summer in Liffey Valley. It was like a, a cinematic version of this album he did. And we went, and first of all, the tickets, I should you not, were like 27 euro I each. Can't, I don't know what this thing is about, this people going apeshit for Bruce. Like, Oh, I've always loved Bruce. You're a culty though. I have. I think for me, the thing with Bruce What's was, I just, I immediately think of like the M7, like he's so many great There's, songs, Dancing it. in the Dark, it's all Streets all about of right, Philadelphia, yeah. Glory Days. What's it, it's all Went about riding down in fields, isn't it? To that kind of thing. His, cool, actually, she's listened to it when they're riding in fields. No, his, his autobiography was lovely. Two. He have talked you about rode someone into a field thinking about Bruce. No, tell the not. truth. Have you rode someone in a car? Stop it. Thinking about Bruce. Look, we've talked about riding in cars and how it's so difficult <laughs> with the gear stick situation. Like maybe in the states where they don't do shift. Pardon the pun. Um, but you know, I think with Bruce, no, he was great. But anyway, so we paid an ex- exorbitant amount to go to see this in the cinema and I have to say even as a Bruce fan that all the songs sounded the fucking same so like before each song there was just like he filmed it in his barn and like this is an amazing barn that we like converted and blah 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 and then like each song we got a bit of an intro and you were like I I, I have to say now he was banging on a bit even for me even by my standards and then the funniest part was so the ticket price included a Q&A with Bruce Springsteen and then at the end Edith Bowman who I generally love was obviously having some kind of bad day at the office because she was just asking the questions like so where do you write music do you still really like to write music I was like make this stop make (laughs) it stop to ask these questions but the funniest part was when we were leaving, um, one of the people who was in our cinema group, he got me up on stage. One of the person people who were in our uh, cinematic group, I won't say who the person was. Um, they said to me, they said I thought the Q and A was going to be an actual Q and A with Bruce Springsteen. Fred was that again? Was it he? wasn't Fred. It was another person in the group. They genuinely thought it was an actual Q and A with Bruce Springsteen. I was like, how would they do that? They were like, I thought that's why the tickets were so much. Like at the end, there'd be some kind of interactive thing. 
I was like, I cannot believe this person so is driving were, me they, home. They thought they were getting content. They were thinking like selfie, Insta. Actual Q&A with Bruce 300 likes. Thank you. Yes, I mean, that would have been that would have been just about worth 27 euro. We're in. But <clears throat> no, definitely not. And he's married to a redhead, which we love. Oh, yeah, that always... But Madonna, how was her face looking? Uh, look, Madonna's lost the plot. <laughs> You always know, like when she had the fall a few years ago and nobody was like, ha ah, ha Madonna, everyone was like, is she okay? <gasps> That's when you knew. Hey, Mr. DJ Puderick. And shout out to my friend Eamon. I think I did mention this before, but he's such a big fan of Madonna that when he did, she did have her fall, he got loads of texts from people asking, <laughs> was he okay? Because everyone knew he just had her on a pedestal. But I like the way she doubled down on the steps because then the following year, didn't she also do something on steps and everyone was like <gasps> like just it was like a intake of breath all around and she was oh, like no yeah. I can manage it I can do it I think the eyes are get, no style required to the skull are they ah uh, yeah it's fairly grim <laughs> uh, I mean I don't know is she doing much these days is she she's riding your man anyway but could you be arsed? Like, I know. I'll be honest. Like, is she though? See, that's can no anyone be arsed with the riding anymore? Like, one of the things I look forward to as I get older is just a lot of Netflix minus the chill. Like, would she not just head off? Would you give Marks? a fuck? Would yeah. you give a fuck? Honestly, off Emma. to Marks and Spencers. Treat yourself to a few nice bits for the Dindons. In by yourself. Just a couple Bottle. of picky bits. Yes. A couple of picky <laughs> bits. Yeah, you don't need to make a anything. A ball. Yeah, nice. That meal for two they're doing is great for nice 12 bit euro. Of, bit of hummus, bit Chocolate of whatever. Chocolate Yeah. I don't, know, I don't know. Does Madonna just need to be introduced hey, to desserts? I think she just needs to just get a few picky bits. What would you talk about to 25 euro though? I no, often I thought that, you know, with Courtney and her fella. Oh, yeah. Your man floating around and you were like, oh, God, I just don't know what I'd have to say to... I mean, they probably don't say a lot, but... I wouldn't imagine so. Um, but then I look at, to be fair, I do look like, say, Sophia Ritchie and Scott, and I think they do seem to be, like, a good little match for each other. They do, but I really just want them to end up with... Courtney? Yeah. It's not pathetic. I often think he's so close to Chloe. <laughs> Do you think Would so? Would he ever go there? I have to watch the episode where they all dress up as each other. Oh yeah, I saw the picture. Actually, Amy Schumer put up a lovely ode to the Kardashians. I watched it tomorrow on my lunch. And she was saying that for all the criticism they get, they have a great sense of humour and they're always the first to laugh at themselves. That's Which nice. I think is a nice thing to say. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I do. I know I would love if Scott and Courtney kind of ended up together as well, but I just don't think it's going to happen now. No, it's not going to happen. I don't think. Must be Yeah, no, I'd say probably not. Um, who is Courtney still your fave Kardashian? Yeah, she is. Even yeah, though yeah, she's. Yeah. She's like, she obviously is really annoying, but she's still my favorite. And she gives you so little. She gives so little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what you love about her. I mean, yeah. look, I think I nearly say Kim now. Yeah, she's growing on me anyway. Yeah, I kind of like the way, now I do have to laugh, like the pictures are like, hey, hitting the books hard. And it's like been filtered to fuck and the hair <sighs> is up and the contouring's on point. I know, I know. Like with that, I'm like, no, I just... 
they're going to age great anyway. Do you think so? Yeah, definitely. What are the names of the kids now? There's no Earth Saint. Oh. Who are the other two? Rain. No, that's another one. Um, Blessing. No. England, Ireland, Scotland, Wales. Inside, oh, speaking of which, the election. Scales. Did you give a fuck? British election, be honest, Emma. I actually just went to bed because Shane was in Belfast at was he? Fontaine's DC because he actually, him and his mate tried to get tickets in Dublin and they were all sold out. So it was May Cavo, big shout out to Cavo, who, his name's actually Kieran, but you know, I was introduced I mean, we're to him. All as, I know, Emma. Come on. I know, but I was introduced to him as Cavo, so it's Cavo. He got tickets. So him and Shane actually just added up to Malhashed to go to the gig. So it was great. Good and crack. how did they stay over for the night? Yeah, stayed over. Oh, nice. And um, had a bit of brekkie and headed home. Lovely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know what was... So this was the night of the election. This was Thursday, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And I'd had the Christmas party on Oh, okay. Wednesday. So you were straight to the bed. Oh, straight to the lava. Well, I guess or was it there was a lot of people yes. who were very surprised about it all. But I suppose I was the thing is... though, in fairness. I thought... I wasn't. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. I mean, I think that just... It seemed like a lot of people had an issue with Corbyn from the get-go. What went wrong for him? I think a lot of people got scared when he talked about nationalising things. I think mm. people just thought it was a bit Marxy. Now, Goldstein's saying, I just want to say before anyone gets in touch, like, I don't even need to say I would have voted Labour if I, if I was living in the UK. I'm just saying objectively that I can see why people voted for Boris rather than Corbyn. Would you still think about moving there? Because I know for a while you were like, would I live in the UK? I think so. Like, maybe if the opportunities were there, I would go. But I'm a home bird. I just love yeah. living in Ireland, if I'm I know honest. What you mean. I yeah. think I'd miss the crack. I don't. Think I say that like I'm having crack every day of the week. Like my crack consists of going home and watching EastEnders, which I'm pretty sure I can bits. do in the UK with a couple of picky bits. And I'm pretty sure Marks and Spencers is in the UK. I Would I be right? I'll hang on my Google there. Um, but yeah, I don't. Could you? You couldn't live anywhere but Ireland, could you? No, I I couldn't live anywhere else. No, I don't do shit. I think it'd be nice to do a bit of work in other countries, but I think ultimately at this bit, stage of my I'd life... i to live here. Yeah, I don't think... I couldn't see myself living long-term somewhere like, else. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like a big career and all the rest of it, but like... You know. Not to have to move out of Raffardham. <laughs> but there is that. Like, we're at that stage now. Like, I was 36 during the week. You know what I mean? Like, dun, I feel dun, like... Dun. I just feel like... I couldn't be fucked. I'm not that bothered, really, to be honest. Yeah. I felt like 36 for a long, long time. Oh, yeah, you did that thing of... Oh, yeah, like yeah. a year and a half ago, I did an interview and they kept asking me how old I was and I'd say 36 and they were like, you're actually 34. I'm like, yeah, yeah but I, I feel thought, 36. I actually thought you were 36 already. I think um, you had said it. I, I think I just accepted it. I accepted yeah. it so much that somebody asked me last week how old I was going to be on my birthday and I said 37. Oh, Jesus. 
Because I had just become 36. But are you 37? No, I'm actually 36. (laughs) Although I did have a conversation at the weekend with someone. I always think, because this person was saying, oh, actually, that person is, whatever, 39. I was like, no, no, they're definitely like 34. And he was like, no, no, they're definitely 39. And I just think in Ireland, do you get away with that? Like you're shaving a couple of years off, do you? I don't think you do. I think people, they're like, oh, I you. I don't think you can in this country. She went to school with my cousin's mate. There's always a cousin who was in school with you. Yeah, no, no, you don't. Defo don't. Yeah, no, I just think, I just don't see what it's all about here to be shaving a couple of years off. Yeah, no, you couldn't. I'm 35. I will be 36 on my next birthday. So I need to start. Owning it. Do it now. Yeah, That's what I'd now, recommend. But, um, no, like, I wouldn't. I don't, like, I feel like a 16 year old. Why would I move to London or, like, why would I do that now? Yeah. It's not like, no. I just, I, it's over. It's over and for then me. It's you not. young people can go and live and it's do over, magical Emma. things. I, but then you see, I talk to people who are doing like comedy. <laughs> like I was talking to the lovely Katie Boyle about doing comedy in New York. And I mean, it sounds great in one way, but the other side of it is it all sounds a bit kind of like professional and competitive. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like I like gigging mm, in a town that you can text someone and say, oh, I will go in, but Oh, to be honest now, I'm just in my pyjamas here so I might give and miss and there's going to be no consequence whatsoever yeah I know yeah it's been a long time since I've done it but it's nice to know you have the option and you generally get it yeah. no problem enjoy <laughs> like it's all very amicable isn't it in the Dublin scene but it's not professional it's not pro- like yes that is the problem it's not professional but I like the fact it's not professional nobody pretends it that it me. is professional yeah you know don't just listen don't kid a kidder <laughs> listener if there is a Dublin comedian floating around trying to tell you that they're a professional oh. I'm just tell them go fuck themselves. Anyone who exist. says on their Tinder bio they're a comedian, I'm like, fuck sorry, off. no. Okay, now, just to clarify, obviously Jason Byrne is a professional if comedian. If Jason popped up on your Tinder and said comedian, grand, yeah, you know, we'd be buying that one. Those kind of household name I'd people. say Jason, Des, Neil. Tommy. Of to- Tommy, of course. Yeah. But I mean, other than that, like, it's Four like when you meet and someone and they say, yeah. I'm a DJ. No, yeah, you're not. Sure, You've sure, got a sure, Spotify sure, playlist. Sure. You've got your own premium. We get it. Just too, the country's too small. I was watching the late late um, with mom and dad. Did you watch Shane McGowan? Bit of no, controversy. What was it like? Well, I think for me, I thought yeah, Shane was in the best yeah. place I've seen him for a long time. It Just takes him a bit of time. No, but he didn't strike me as he didn't strike me like he was pissed or anything. Right, yeah. But he just takes longer to get the words out. You right. know, you just need to give him a bit of time. And he start. He's kind of like mid sentence. It's da na na na. Well, yeah, like a bit of that. Like, and I get that. Like, I mean, I suppose from Ryan's point of view, he had to like obviously get to the next bit. But I guess for somebody in Shane's condition, it didn't necessarily lend itself to, okay, then we're going to start with this song and that song and that song. Because, you know, if he's telling a story and then like Ryan has to jump in and be like, okay, well, that leads us on nicely too, a pair of brown eyes. And you're kind of like, I don't think Shane was finished with that anecdote. And then a lot of people took issue with the fact that it was a pub setting. And obviously Shane is like, you know, an alcoholic and all the rest. But then somebody on Twitter said, well, maybe it was his suggestion to have it in like a pub setting. 
like a bar. But then a lot of people are uncomfortable with the fact that like clearly you were looking at a man who had felt the effects of severe alcoholism yeah, but within a pub ha- setting. Even if it had been his suggestion. Is it appropriate? I think if you just said no, it's not actually happened, Shane. Yeah, I think visually it didn't necessarily sit right with people. It was advised, wasn't it? I would think so. Poor old Philomena Begley. Uh, yes. Is, it turns out she's the only person in the world who does not know the words to Fairy Tale in New York. So she was doing the duet with Shane and she messed up the words. Now, but look, to be fair to her, no more than me in the car park she's today. You know, who knows what's going on in her life? Like, I could not find my car. I went way over, as I said, went into the next hour. So I'm not one to be saying Philomena Begley couldn't remember the words oh to Fairy Tale in New York. Who knows what's going on in her life? You see, my issue with The Late Late is it's a great show and all the rest, but not a fucking chance of me watching it when I'm sober. Yeah, so well, you have to have a glass of wine in your hand. <laughs> you to have some. But you know when you said there... But it's been, do you know, it's been really good this season. The guests have been great. Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's true. I haven't watched much of them. Yeah, no, I really feel they've upped their game. Yeah, 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 they have. Oh, okay. Maybe I should try it. But sober? Yeah, no, honestly, I would say now it's definitely, it's a lot better. Oh, so you're definitely going from that job as researcher. Well, what I'm saying is I've been researcher this season and it's no coincidence <laughs> that it's... It's gone a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, what do you think about the whole fairy tale of New York controversy, if there Not is one? Let's song. just invent a controversy 30 years out after well, the fact. Well, I'll tell you my controversy, and a lot of people aren't happy about this. I don't even really like the song. Wow, that is controversial. I told Shane, he's like, yeah, fucking idiot. I'm like, oh, Really? Yeah, I was like, I like it, but... When everyone, so many times, at I Christmas, love the melancholy in it. But when it gets up tempo, sometimes I'll switch over. I just want the. No, you took my dreams from me. So many times I've been in pubs and whatever Christmas, and that comes on, and everyone like looks at each other as in like, oh, it's the song, everyone, and I'm just like this. Fucking song. I have an issue with Christmas songs because my twenty first song. In the Hillgrove Hotel, um, I'll never forget, I had an impromptu 21st in Mirish Dan's um, pub and Tommy and Pork run this pub. And oh, okay. at least they, they did. I don't know, did they both run it or what the situation is at the moment? But anyway, so they ran it at the time. They just opened. So somebody brought down a boom box and somebody else had a CD in their handbag, which a was Destiny's. Box. Yeah, a little boom box. 36. Just, we're so this is that. just, this is just given a bit of context. Okay, okay, so we're talking boom millennium. Box. And there was a Destiny's Child CD. And oh, all yeah. I remember for the whole party was that song was on replay. Do you know the one? Um... What was that one? Let me think. Bootalicious? No. The one, uh, I need a soldier. Oh, yeah. Take care he of only me. Ca- he only carries big guns if you know what I mean. It's like, uh, yeah, no, Beyonce, I get it. Thank you so much. I have an issue with Beyonce's analogies. Do you remember the one where she was like, um, um, the one drunk in love? I yeah, took issue yeah. with that because there's the one where she's like, I'm talking anyway about being drunk in love and they're in the kitchen and um, then she talks about uh, riding on that surfboard, riding on that surfboard and then the daughter comes along, Blue Ivy, and she's like, surfboard, surfboard in the background. But I mean, obviously it's a euphemism for the peen, isn't it? 
I mean, if we look at it really... Do you know what I mean, Emma? Riding on that surfboard, riding on that surfboard. Surfboard. There's a lot of shit songs. There's a lot of shit songs. I'd still go to see her over Lizzo, though. Would you? Yeah, 100%. She's a hit factory, but I can remember on my twenty first, my issue with the Christmas songs being that then we went to the Hillgrove Hotel, the nightclub, and I was like, "Now it's happening! Now I'm getting off." Probably just a fucking grey dress. Black tights, black pennies heels, which are fucking killing me all night, I'm sure, the usual. And, and so fake tan to fuck. Heels. And I was like, now I'm going to get the shift. And you know what song they put on for my 21 kisses? Yeah. Feed the world. Because it was Christmas time. Oh Let God. them know. And everyone's like, it's so sad, isn't it? Like all the famine. I was like, Imagine that was the kisses. one for my 21 kisses. Feed the world. Yeah. Everyone no, they, in the nightclub they put it on for the 21 kisses. I think because Christ. in the pub all people had was the Destiny's Child CD. <laughs> <laughs> Only carry big guns if you know what I mean. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, now to the club, to the club. And then the song oh. they put on Feed the World. Let them know it's Christmas time. Like, anyway, so that's my issue with the Christmas song. But I, I'm shocked to hear you don't like Fairy Tale in New York. That's it's, pretty, even by your I contrary know, standards. It's fine. What's your favourite Christmas song then? You can't say Mariah. Is that your fave? No. Um, I mean, that's still a great song. I yeah, know, that would be up there. It would be Last Christmas. Oh, poor George. Yeah, we did get a lot of messages from people shocked that I took so long to cop that Roman Kemp was not Ross Kemp's son, but Martin Kemp's son. Yeah, it was a shocker. But I mean, and actually, because someone got in touch, and I don't know who it was, but they said, "Oh, sure, his mom Judy was in Spando Ballet, like an up to ninety listener," and I was like, "I know, yeah, but I actually, I didn't. You didn't. I didn't." See, there's, uh, there's, there's holes in the memories, isn't there? Yeah, a For lot you of holes. Fred. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's great a knowledge. of holes. You know what I mean? Ho- intellectual, all the rest. And then there's these just holes, these like crevices. I think gaping wounds <laughs> would be gaping wounds. Maybe, maybe you and Fred, if like you, the two of you together will make something great. I mean, I don't know how to take that, Emma, but um, are you saying we're not great individually? Yeah. So I'm Uh, saying, I'm uh, saying the gaping wounds need... My baby. (laughs) You're just saying, my baby. My baby. (laughs) Um, Poor Fred still asks every now and again, you don't talk about me on the podcast, do you? No, no, you don't. Never. Anyway, sure look. Will we go home? Let's go home. Thanks so much for being here, Emma. For sake. But you're so fit these days. It's just all uphill, though. That's the only bastard on the way back. I'll think of that ass, though. You don't really get much from cycling, though. Do you not? Jeez, I think it'll be great for the old glutes. Are you still Um, doing the spinning on a Tuesday? No, I've changed to Mega Mix. Are you doing it with Ella? Yeah, me and Ella do. What's Mega Mix? Mega Mix is... It's mostly weight orientated, but it's a oh, whole so lot of different Oh, so good for the toning. Yeah, so like all different types of weights. And like, but it's very, it's fast. Like it's 
It's kind of cardio weights. Amazing. It's good. It's a nice class. Once I get my life together, I am going to start going back to the gym because I just, I tried to pull off Doc Martens at the weekend and oh my God, between oh, the I'm weight getting, gain and the Doc Martens. Were they regular Doc Martens or? Bit of height. Oh, I'm getting the wedge ones. Yeah, they're the ones I, I'll send you the pick. And you know what? I I'm absolutely love them. my buddy Shane. I absolutely love them. But I have to say, do you know what it is? Maybe what? I just didn't wear them with the right clothes at the weekend. Skinny black jeans. Yeah, I love them with skinny black jeans. I also love them with a floral dress. But the dress, do you know what it was? The dress that I wore them with was blue velvet. Don't sing the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was just an ill-fitting dress. So then I was conscious of being clunky in the boots. I think I think they're great if you wear them with the right things. But for me, I, I just felt very clunky Why in myself you on Saturday. With a floral dress? Like, what the fuck? But they're lovely with the floral dress. Black jeans all the way. They're great with black jeans, but but these are the proper Frankenstein wedge ones. They're the ones I got. They're amazing. But I see so many people who look fantastic in the docks that I was like, I'm going to give them a whirl. No, I'm sure it looked but lovely. Maybe I, you I, were Do you know what? I didn't feel, yeah. I didn't feel great. I didn't like my hair. Dresses. I, I was I like, terrible I'm period cramps. Well, yeah, and I think just as well for me, I, what it was was that I loved the colour of the dress I was wearing, but it was just a horrible fit on me. And if I'm honest, I just was, get, you know, at the period and I was getting crampy and, you know, like I just probably didn't feel great. But yeah. I do love them. But it's funny because I wore them out and my friends, I was, was like, what do you think of present? Well, my mom donated money towards them, but I mean they were mainly a present to myself. So, like, oh, mom yeah. gave me a bit of money, and then I just paid for them myself. Sure, they're the best presents. Yeah, then you of know course. What you want. Yeah, exactly. And like, you know, I was delighted because I've been banging on about Doc Martens for ages. Uh, but it's funny because you know when you ask the girls, it's like, what you think? And you obviously yeah. you're out and about. Nobody's going to tell you. Oh my god! What did they say? They, they were just like, yeah. They look nice, but I could tell they were just like, where oh, is no. she going with this? <laughs> but then I really offended one of the other girls. I didn't think this was offensive. I was like, where did you get your dress? Lipsy. And they were like, no. Is that offensive? I like Lipsy. Offensive? Yeah, they seemed a bit miffed that I thought it was from Lipsy, but I like stuff. I mean, the nicest dress I have is from Lipsy. So you've just turned 36 and already your friends are just like, she's a fucking idiot. And like, I judge everything, but I wouldn't judge like what shop you bought something no. in. If somebody said, I bought this in It was a genuine in, inquiry. In I'd be like, oh, deadly. Or yeah, yeah. whatever. Gynies, no, I'd be I like, deadly. I think the, the friend in question then went on to explain, it's just when I hear Lipsy, I think Michelle Heaton, bodycon. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. So like, that's fair enough. I but I would think Michelle that, yeah. Keegan who I think is like yeah. great. Like I have this gorgeous Michelle Keegan for Lipsy dress and it's really, really nice. It doesn't fit me anymore, but it's it's nice in the wardrobe. But yeah, so apparently guys, top, Ma- did you top social Marthy tip. Were, did you <laughs> don't say to someone, did you get your dress in Lipsy? Apparently Party it's nearly as offensive as landing in with, but you know when you just know when you're like, what you think of the docks? And they're just and like, here, no. Did you tell Martha you were getting the docks? Yes, and she gave it a big tick. She said, go for it. Because it made you feel good. And, and your she friends, loves the docks. Yeah, and your friends have all pissed I think my friends don't want me to succeed and I've thought that for a long time. They don't. If you've enjoyed the podcast. of your self-confidence and they're hating on you. Tell me. <sighs> I love the There's way. a call coming in January, Judy. You know There's a big fucking call. Big fucking call. 
I'm calling Jim. What's that? Get out of my life. I sure I listened to Blind Boy and he was talking about toxic friendship and I literally was like, that's every one of my friendships. Like, I'd have no one, <laughs> I'd have no one left in, a, in my life. He's like, you know, sometimes I don't want to talk to someone. You're like, I can't, don't want to deal with a confrontation. That's a toxic friendship. I was like, I never want to deal with confrontation in a friendship. Hang on now, is that the Lipsy Girl or is that Blind Boy? Uh, it's been about, but about, but about. Well, no, it's actually it was a great episode and it was very informative. And I didn't realise that Blind Boy did that—that that people kind of write in with an L problem, oh, and I he'll know. give his take. And actually, it was really interesting to listen to. Um, but in saying that, like, like that. if I'm honest, Blind Boy, I just can't. Like I think we need a bit of structure, Emma. We do need a bit of structure. Do you know we? what? If you have a problem, please get in touch. Now, we'll probably put up the screen grab and not remember to hide I, your face. What structure are we going to put on this? Just write in to the up to 90 page with a problem. We'll keep no, you I anonymous. Do, I just mean in general for the podcast. Going forward. Well, we're yeah. kind of talking about shite in the news this week, aren't we? Isn't that yeah. the general format? But let's have a problem page section. Yeah, okay. Auntie Julie and Auntie Emma. I'll have a problem next week. Are we doing an episode next week, though? Because next week is Christmas. Oh, wait, next week's Christmas. No, no. is the answer to that question. Because we did it last year and it made fuck all difference. No, so we really thought Christmas we were like, off. you know, when nobody releases the podcast, it's Christmas it Day. Let's do it. Like, that's a marker waiting to be tapped into. And then we cop nobody's listening to podcasts on Christmas Day because they're with their families or some bullshit. So, like, yeah. this year we've applied the lesson. <laughs> and Judy's sending me the stats going, how many people have listened to the podcast? Jen? Oh, do you know what, though? We have to say thank you so much for listening, listener, because the stats are looking great. Ooh, ooh. Maybe we don't need any structure. Yeah, I mean, let us know. I do think, because I know, well, I think Des and Katie, didn't they do? Well, it's different because theirs is a relationship podcast. I was going to say people got in touch with them. But I thought it was great when somebody got in touch now with Blind Boy and he was giving his hot take. But I mean, if you want to get in touch with us, but if not. But if it is a problem. What the fuck do we know? We don't know anything. But if you do get in touch with a problem, like nothing, like. The advice now. It's relationship and sex and juicy gossip. We want a sex problem. And affairs and paying for sex. We want a magazine. Yeah, we want we want Heat magazine. Is what we want. Oh, is he still going? He, I still, I still see it online. Nobody gives a fuck about it, but it's still. Did you see Katie Price lost the gaff? She lost the gaff, did she? Yeah. It was a long time coming, though, wasn't Chantel- it? Really, Chantel Houghton, Houghton has had a bit of a glow up. She's got a non-surgical facelift, got a bit of Botox. What is she doing stone. now? Is she in the... Fuck off. But you're, I no, but feel bad ste- for her because it's no, no, always about her weight all the time. I know, but she is That's fine. That's her currency. She just kind of stepped away. Oh no, this is the one who was in Big Brother as the non-celebrity who they were all told was a, was a celebrity. Chantel. Oh, Chantel. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know I know who you were thinking of, but her currency is her weight as well. Yeah. But she definitely just like stepped away from the limelight and I don't know. I feel like Chantel is who Stacey Solomon is now. That's who she could have been. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So Chantel, I think it was teed up for Chantel to be Stacey Solomon. She fucked herself over when she got with Alex Reid and she got the boob job. Because people said, no. Alex Reid. Yeah. Honestly, and she said that she got the boob job and 
she regretted it straight away. They just weren't for her. She didn't feel like herself and she got them yeah. taken out. But as soon as she got, as soon as she kind of went into the like uber glam and doing the lads mags and stuff, she completely diluted what yeah. was attractive about her in the first place. And it was the girl next door approachable yeah. likeability Huge likeability. And then people, it, it had just gone too far then. People were like, no. Yeah. So she fucked herself over. I mean, yeah, she did have a lot of likability, but ultimately, I guess it's kind of the deal with the devil you make. I mean, the lads yeah. mags thing, very, it's very hard to get out of that. Like the likes of Kelly Brook and stuff I know. have managed to get past it. But I actually think it's nearly more of a hindrance than a help. Yeah, like in fairness, I think, to be honest, like I think Jodie Marsh has actually done pretty well. That she hasn't tried to reinvent herself, but she's done a lot of different, like, she's done, she's got to do a lot of documentaries and stuff. Yeah. She has her own clothing line. She has, line. actually. She I mean, I would think of her. making a living and being, like, a healthy person. I would have always thought she was a bit of a hot mess, Jodie. Yeah, she's not a drinker, not drugs, doesn't have kids, doesn't have... Isn't in and out she of relationships. She no. struck me as kind oh, of... Oh, no, she's obviously fucked in the head, like we yeah. all are, but... I, she seems fairly together. Well, you are right that, that she generation. is probably constantly working. Yeah, she has her website and people pay subscriptions, and she just is she is she still all into the she's into the bodybuilding now, isn't she? No, I don't think she does that as much anymore. Does she not? Okay, but no, she just don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. I'd say she, I'm not saying, yeah, she's just totally normal down to earth. Like, I wouldn't say that, but what I would say is I get the impression that she's doing better than most. She's making a living and she's pitching, like she's pitching original TV TV ideas that don't revolve around purely just reality TV. It's kind of a bit of a Stacey Dooley vibe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been now. Oh, before we go, just to say, if you haven't joined the podcast, please subscribe. Um, and also, if you want to rate and review us on iTunes, that'd be fantastic. We need structure. We'll get a but structure for twenty twenty. If you don't have structure, maybe mad stuff comes out because you don't have the structure. And that's and you said why all that we have mad no stuff, structure. But now we have to cut it. Oh yeah, I have to cut all that shit. Anyway, look, I'll let the <laughs> editor know. It, sleep on it. I'll sleep on it. Okay. Um, I've been Jeannie J. I've been uh, Emma Dorn. <laughs> this podcast is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.